Hey y'all, welcome back to Luce's Booble Removal. I'm Luce, and today I'm going to tell you about my pronouns. Before top surgery, for most of my life, I went by she, her. And then for a year or two before surgery, I asked my friends and family to use he, him. And this is how I introduced myself to others, using he, him pronouns. And it was kind of weird because I didn't think that I always passed in public, so strangers would use lots of different pronouns with me, I'd often get she heard. And I felt like maybe this was okay because I didn't really pass and I had kind of mixed feelings about about that. Like I don't I don't like lying to people. I don't like pretending. So that was kind of complicated. But it didn't bother me too much to be honest. What bothered me the most was when people who knew me well misgendered me. When I was called she and her by family members, it felt especially odd because I felt like, but don't they, don't they know me? Don't they see me? Like, how can they put that socially constructed box around me? That doesn't make sense. My favorite story from this time is going to collect some Chinese food for a big family gathering. And there was so much food that all the boxes were put into this big cardboard box. And so I was walking out of there with my hands full of this huge cardboard box filled with food. And the person at the front uh, of the restaurant at the cashier's desk was yelling after me, sir, sir, it's you know, falling out the, out from the bottom, you know, because all this food was so heavy and I wasn't holding the box from the bottom. So all the, it looked, it was sagging and I think all the food was about to fall out. So they were ye- yelling after me using sir and he and him or stuff like that. And this woman to the side of me was also yelling and she was saying, she's like, she's a, she- a woman, she's a she and like trying to correct the cashier and, you know, I guess standing up for my woman in that sense. I, I loved it. I mean, I was just like, oh, thanks, you know, to both of them and, and walked out of there. And I was just so happy that they were confused, that I would get both pronouns. Even before my surgery, I was starting to have this sense that it wasn't so simple. There wasn't just one box or the other. Now, I knew people who went by they, them, or no pronouns, or who considered themselves non-binary, but I still didn't really understand it at that point. I thought, why are you taking yourself outside of society? Like, why are you making yourself different? Why not ask to be recognized by society, by what society knows, which is woman and man? You can just ask for that. I mean, that's what I was struggling with. Like, oh, I can ask people to see me as a guy. Let me try that. Like, let me not live my whole life and at the end wonder what if. Let me ask for that and and see what it's like, this thing that I've wanted for so long. So I was starting to understand that pronouns were a little weird. Like, I would still introduce myself to other people and use he, him, because I thought consistency was important. There's definitely this big underfeeling in the trans community around being trans enough and because people are questioning it all the time so if it looks like you're just flip-flopping you're not taking it seriously people have a lot of questions and they they don't validate your experiences they just think you know it's very binary for them it's very the world is a very binary place so i would always ask very consistently for he him even though i was already starting to feel like well Sometimes I'm masculine, but only in certain ways and not in other ways. And sometimes I'm still feminine because I have this history. I have these socializations and I can't just go my whole life in women's restrooms and women's locker rooms and then snap my fingers and suddenly spend the rest of my life in male restrooms and male locker rooms. Like I can't just move from one box 
and into the other magically and completely. Like, that's not even practical. I mean, even if I had wanted that, the whole process of transition is is a mixture. It's like a, it's a journey. It's a, it's a transition. It's not a magical instant. And I was starting to think maybe I don't even want that. I don't want to move from just one box into another box. The interesting thing about pronouns, what I realized was that pronouns are just references. When someone meets me, they don't know my name. I have to tell it to them. They can't assume. And pronouns, well, they can't really assume that either, although people do. But pronouns are just a reference. There's something to say when you don't want to keep saying someone's name. They're literally just a shorthand for someone's name. They're just a reference. Plus, pronouns are finite. She, her, or he, him, or they, them. Sure, there's other pronouns, but there's only so many. And they can't completely encapsulate the full spectrum and complexity of gender. So... They're not my gender. They're just references. And when someone calls me she, her, or he, him, or they, them, or whatever, they're not speaking to my whole identity. And that was freeing for me. After surgery, I was still going by he, him with family and friends. But it just began to kind of fade away. I had my surgery in the summer, and by the fall, I was introducing myself as they, them. When I started a new job, I asked for they, them, and that's how I've been referred to since. It just suddenly felt natural. I came to surgery with this open mind around my gender. I knew very clearly that I needed to have a booboo removal. I knew that from, you know what, I'll do a different episode to dig into that a little bit more. But I knew so clearly it felt so good. I knew that was true. But the rest of my gender identity and expression and what that all meant, that was still mushing around in my brain and I knew it would make more sense as I you know, walked this journey and as, as I walked this path and learned more. So I was open to figuring that out after my surgery. And what just naturally happened after surgery is that I put all my energy and thinking into healing and everything just sort of became clear or faded away. This idea of being a man or a woman just kind of faded away and the idea of being both of being masculine and feminine and having this estrogen filled body and this history all of that just made sense essentially i understood being non-binary i wouldn't say it's easy i'm still figuring it out but suddenly i understood what these other people had been grappling with from before that i didn't fully understand and i saw very clearly this idea of being FTX in a sense like I was trying to hold on to this new thing this that it's okay it's okay to be this that society should recognize this that we whatever it is that we are whether it's a thing a, a, a spectrum a box I mean maybe it's not like a third box because you know fuck boxes but it started to make sense to me and feel okay that like we don't have to fit into the male box or the female box these social constructs um that made sense to me and it just seemed very natural to ask my new job to use they them pronouns and to introduce myself that way it also just made sense to stop talking about being a trans man because the whole idea of man just seemed ridiculous to me it just seemed inappropriate and crazy and silly the masculine still makes sense to me i still have in some ways while i've been 
I have this history and the socialization as a woman. I also feel like I've lived this very, you know, athletic, nerdish boy history. Like I've lived this, this incredible boy life of growing up with sports and being such a nerd and going to a nerd school and going into a, you know, a boy, uh, not a boy, a, um, male dominated profession and communicating with ease in those ways. And, um, yeah, so I, I've had like in many ways a boy life. I wouldn't say a man life because that, I think there's associations there with certain, well, with like penises and dicks, which I just like, blah, like meh, shrug. Um, don't know about that. Don't care about that. Um, and just all other forms of like macho-ness and masculinity that's kind of blah, um, weird and socially constructed. Uh, that's all ridiculous and I don't want to go into that box. So anyway, that they then made sense in my personal life because I stopped headed in, heading in that direction. To be honest, my partner felt comfortable using she, her pronouns with me again, this, that, that femininity came back. Like I had, I had both again and it felt comfortable. I didn't need to run away from anything female because I suddenly felt whole and I was secure in my identity after my surgery. So it was easy for that to come back. And I enjoyed that. I have some ambivalence around the pronouns. Um, that's probably something I should make another podcast about later as I understand it better myself and discuss this further with the people who are close to me. But I guess let me just say that she asked me if she could go back to using she, her pronouns and, you know, refer to that way and, and tell all her family and coworkers about that. And for her, part of it was the, this erasure that she was experiencing as a lesbian, that if she referred to me as a man, that erased her queerness. It also kind of erases mine like it's because I am so non-binary and queer so I was already uncomfortable with he him she wasn't so hot about they them so she settled on she her and that feels sometimes okay with me and sometimes it's a bit jarring like I said when when friends and family calls me she her it, it I feel a little a little erased in some sense as much as I know pronouns are not gender identity and you know don't don't encapsulate a whole person but that's where we are now where I most people who know me through my partner refer to me as she her and if they're quite intimate to me if they're quite close to me it feels sort of okay kind of like how when she my partner uses my birth name it feels totally fine it feels wonderful to be known so intimately and yet i would be horrified if a person i just met at a party referred to me that way it would it would feel it would feel too much you know that's they have to come to some understanding before those words make sense so i guess that's how i feel with she her and my birth name that they're so intimate it's such an intimate understanding of who i am and so I m- would much rather be referred to as loose and they, them by most people. Um, and so maybe the tension with essentially extended family is trying to get to a close enough state with extended family that being referred to as she, her kind of makes sense. I don't know. That's kind of complicated. At work, like I said, and people I tend to meet and introduce myself to, I introduce myself as they, them, and that feels very comfortable to me. It's still complicated it's complicated that we have pronouns which, for the most part, are limitations. Why Why are they so static? Why do you have to be one thing or the other? Why? 
there's such limitations. I'd rather they were rotations, that they were rotated, and that I could be all of these things. I understand the complications. Like, I've thought about asking people to literally rotate their pronouns when they refer to me and call me she, her, call me he, him, call me they, them, like use it all. That's confusing for them. How are they going to know? And at the same time, also, like, does it matter how I feel? Like, is it that I'm feeling a certain way internally based on the spaces I'm in? How much of it is in relation to other people, as I've talked about, and the the intimacy of our relationship? So there's all these factors that are influencing one's own identity, both internally and how one sees oneself in isolation and in nature, you know, when you're alone and you really can know yourself. And at the same time, our identity is always in relation to different people and the relationships that we have with different people and with society, these external aspects. And why not have this rich and dynamic identity and relationship to the world? That's the truth. That's what exists. We try and capture that with these very finite, finite pronouns. Well, I mean, that's also the practical truth of the matter. I don't, I don't think I could ask even my best friend to rotate pronouns they would just give up because they'd be tongue-tied all the time um although i think it would be kind of cool if my friends referred to me however they saw me in those moments i mean that might be some trans people's nightmare to in a sense you know be seen by other like their 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 conversations be filtered through other people's eyes when all they want to do is to is to have other people validate and recognize their identity that they're asking for you know it'd be like introducing yourself with one name and then constantly being called other things right i mean how awful would that be uh, for some people although for me i think that might be kind of interesting and illuminating um probably it would frustrate me as well uh, at certain times. So it's a complicated world and pronouns are very complicated. Before surgery, I was asking for he, him. And after surgery, that fell away. And I now ask for they, them, and she, her. And it really depends on the spaces and intimacy with which I have, um, the intimacy I have with different people, the spaces I'm in, because sometimes I also want to be in very clear female-only spaces, and I want to hold on to that identity, and she, her does not bother me. I'm not ashamed of being a woman. Um, I want to be very clear that to me it's a celebration, a joy. I think as I was healing, I felt such a strength in my body from being filled with estrogen and being filled with whatever that female spirit is, this idea that I'm I'm getting stronger every year. It's amazing. Um, and the feminine is not weak. It's strong. And I don't want to run from it. I have lived with so much internalized misogyny for so long that to be able to celebrate it is delightful. Um, this is not to say, this is not how all trans men think or experience things. And being a trans man is totally great. And I can totally respect that and in many ways understand it. Um, it's just that for me, I wanted to be really clear that um, this was always a concern I had for myself, that am I just running away from something because I think, because society says it's not as great? Well, no, um, I'm not running away. And in fact, sometimes I see great value in being a woman or being in woman-only spaces, including trans women, of course, but I see great value there. And so I want to hold on to that. And so I want to be, in a sense, she heard or, or seen in that way. So being non-binary, being queer in this way of they, them, she, her, um, 
It's very cool. I'm glad I've ended up here for now. We'll see what develops. I've started introducing myself now as well, they, them, but also sometimes they, them, she, her as like a kind of nod. We'll see how that goes. I've started to meet other people who say the same thing. So that's interesting. So I'm going to leave this podcast here where it is. It's super long. I'm really sorry. I can't edit it down, but I'm going to leave it because I've been trying to record a pronouns podcast for many, many, many months now. So we'll just see how this one goes. Stay tuned for January and February where I'll be releasing some interviews with other queer people about their booble removal or about their not booble removal and about their pronouns and non-binary existence and experiences. It's going to be super fun and interesting. So stay tuned for that. And until then, stay calm.